0: Hello there, welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer podcast. Today we will be chatting with Shikhar Vijayan, entertainer, international speaker, author, RJ and more. Let's go. So good to see you and thank you for joining me today. As I was giving the intro about you, you know, you there is nothing you haven't tried and there is nothing you can't right right so right. so My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. so what i'm what, what, you know uh, just to give a background the show this show we started because we wanted to introduce people like you to normal people i mean mortals you know <laughs> so everybody needs uh, every ounce of inspiration so we are bringing on people like you we are discussing your journey uh, what drives you and things like that, so that everybody can take a little bit of inspiration at the end of the show, right? Yeah. I have I have a set of ten to twelve questions curated yeah. for you, and yeah. I will shoot one by one at you. And uh, let's go by that. Is that okay?
1: I am game for anything you throw my way. Don't worry.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. So my first question, uh, Shaker, you mm. are an out, you are an out and out entertainer, right? Mm. You. You have done things for so many years. So how did this journey start? So
1: this this journey started... Uh, see, I've always... Uh, you'll be quite surprised. I'm actually... I was a very shy boy when I started. I think the first three years when I was born. My mom that's said right. I didn't speak for the first three years. And right. I think that doctor she went to, had told her that even Einstein didn't speak for the first three years. So you're in a good that's space. But the only right. common thing between me and Einstein is obviously the hair. Otherwise, other than that, I don't think... <laughs> But uh, so, you know, in school and college, I was extremely shy, extremely shy. Uh, I was the backbencher, not for notorious reasons. I was a backbencher because I didn't like to be called out as simple as that. But I was a wonderful mimic. I could mimic people. I could impersonate people. I could impersonate teachers. I could impersonate my parents, friends. I could do all that. I could put on a private show for people I was comfortable with. And uh, that that you know that spark was there, right. and when I went to college, I, I studied in a boy school. I studied in a school called Mount St Mary's in Delhi. Uh, I'm guessing you are in Gurgaon, right? Yes, yes, right now. So, be, so I was born and brought up in Delhi. I've been in Delhi for the for like uh, from schooling, college, and then I came to Bangalore to work. So, right. you know, when you, when you start in a boys school, life is a little different. Uh, you're very gentle. You're very gentlemanly, or you think you're gentlemanly, and. Uh, you just interact with the fairer sex only when you get a chance in the yeah. social. And ah, so I you become a little more, uh, you become shy, of course, but there are obviously the confident lot who would go out and impress the fairer sex. But I was not amongst them at all. I was right. just sitting back, watching, observing, mm-hmm. writing. And even in college, I was like this. And I think uh, once I started working, you know, when you start working, you get used to a certain template because you work <laughs> in various you you meet certain characters, certain <laughs> bosses. Certain certain bosses who have a language of a sailor. You are like, my God, क्या <laughs> बोलता You know things like that. You know you get to meet, and that's when the funny bone strikes. And I actually uh, enjoyed inspiring people wherever I went. Uh, that inspiration streak, inspi- uh, the inspiration streak which I have, is there anywhere? So any, I look at any situation in a very positive manner. For me, it's not glass half full or glass half empty. It's just a glass which is full for me. That's how I look at no, it. I believe, I, I believe any adversity is an opportunity to shine. I genuinely believe in that. That's why my dogs really love the sunshine because I believe yeah. you know, there's always uh, mortality out there for all of us, and uh, that's my basic mindset. Now, when you are very inspired, or when when you are uh, when you have that inspiration streak in you, people love to talk to you. You love to talk to people, and that energy is always very effervescent uh, because people like it. And I think that's the kind of uh, persona I carry and it is also very useful because when you're out there on stage or on a call like this, uh, if you're positive, things more often than not tend to be uh, tend to work towards your direction. I believe it's the law of attraction or it's just the fact that you were just positive and you radiate that kind of energy which is right. so important. And uh, I think that's one thing which worked for me in the space of entertainment uh, because uh, I loved entertaining, energizing, motivating, inspiring people. For me, my inspiration is very simple. It's Catches play Mumad Ali and my dog. So,
0: <laughs>
1: because I think he's very, very, he was, I think, a wonderful poet. And he yeah. was a game changer because uh, I think there was nobody as as uh, dominating and as smart as Mumad Ali in terms of the, his discipline was amazing. And uh, yeah. that's what I believe in my dog was my dog lives in the moment. I don't think she lives in the past or the future. That's what I believe. But uh, looking at her right now, I think she lives in the moment. So that's been my inspiration. And I've always carried that ethic when I've also been entertaining. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of preparation which goes into it uh, because I've worked with different people like Sudha Murthy, Narayan Murthy, Sashi Tharoor, uh, Jeffrey Archer, Virat right. Kohli. You name it, I've done shows with them. I mean, right. you do shows with such kind of people. And of course, the wonderful Vivek Nair. Uh, like uh, The reason I call Nair Saab, there was a movie of mammootty He had yeah, a movie yeah. called Nair Saab, and it came out with a big bang in Delhi, remember? And uh, and I'm also Malayali like you, so oh, there's that yeah. Malayali streak in of, of in, uh, in all of us. That right. entrepreneur streak and that streak to uh, strike a debate, strike a conversation, which yeah. comes very naturally to all of us, I believe. And right. Because the long train rides to Kerala, right, from Delhi to Kerala, Kerala
0: yeah, Express know. in the yeah. Right. That, I, I, was, I wasn't aware that you are a Malayali, by the way.
1: But yeah, a lot of people think <laughs> a lot of people think I'm a Bengali because of the hair. Uh, the image of being a poet who's lost in the woods. So a lot of people right. think I'm a Bengali. They don't know yeah. a Malayali. Fantastic.
0: So uh, anyways, I have found you inspirational for a long because I've been following your work for some time now. We have been connected on LinkedIn for a while. Yeah. I, I I have seen your website like a million times, I believe. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of people on that website. If yeah, I look no at no it, way. there is no celeb with which you haven't done an event. You know there and, is, there and is, and is Trust
1: me, each person different. I've met with, they're so interesting. And so, it's, for me, everybody's a story. Uh, right. I'm, I'm talking to you. There's, there's something which I can always pick up from you. There's something which I can always pick up from, say, a P.T. Usha, a Milka Singh, a Jeffrey right. Archer. Uh, right. Jeffrey have done a couple of shows with him. Virat Kohli, Sense of Discipline. Um, very interesting characters Shashi Tharoor or even uh, kiran mazumdar you name it I've, I've done shows with them and i right. think it's also i think i really enjoy what i do here yeah. i love it <laughs> i live for this uh, yeah, it, it, live it, on a table and just entertaining people i will right. just live trust me
0: i can i can i can feel that you know that's if when you meet a person who really loves what he does You get that kind of a a frequency from them, a different kind of aura and a frequency. So my my next question will be, you know, you have you're one of the most sought after entertainers in the country with a lot of events and all that. So if do you even remember how many events you have done so far?
1: So, you know, uh, say in a month, uh, say in a week, I do four to five events. So if you calculate that in a month, it comes to a certain amount. But I do a lot of other unofficial events where I counsel a lot of people, I counsel a lot of students. I counsel a lot of CEOs, entrepreneurs, educationalists, teachers, colleagues, ex-colleagues, bosses. They must be <laughs> there. A lot of people have called me at various points of time in the night, morning, uh, afternoon. I've done like private sessions for them. Now, as we talk, I'm also doing a lot of sessions with students right now because of the pandemic. A lot of people are being depressed, not because of under-information, a lot of over-information. Yes. So I get a, get a balance you know, in, in in the mind about how they need to approach certain things and how they need to look at it. But I've I've right. done shows, uh, I've done marathons, I've done sporting events, I've done I've done shows for dogs, I've done marathons for dogs, and trust me, dogs are the best clients. Huh? I'm not saying because <laughs> actually,
0: <laughs> trust,
1: they actually listen to your instructions, I and mean, everybody does listen, no doubt, because you have the mic in your hand and you've got the power of your voice <laughs> and persona and everything. But the dogs do tend to listen to you, and it's uh, they've been my best stakeholders so far. I've done no, book launches, I've done you you name it, I've done it. Anything which requires motivation. Anything which requires engagement, uh, I've done it all. I've managed uh, quite a bit. And coming from a background where I've not been in this industry at all. as in I'm not from this industry. I'm not uh, somebody who was doing this in school and college and dramatics. And I never did this at all. I, it was all started by doing a play. By doing, I did a play. I acted in a play. I learned to improv comedy uh, with the likes of Kenny Sebastian, uh, Kanan Gill, uh, Biswa, kani Surka, all of them. But right. I wanted to stay back in Bombay, uh, stay back in Bangalore, and uh, do what I wanted to do. Whereas people wanted to go to Bombay and they wanted to do what I did, and somehow I could relate to it. And I think comedy is all about writing, so that's where right. the book came out, and now I'm working on my second book also. Right. So yeah, it's been an interesting journey so far. But uh, every, jour- I think the journey more than the destination, the journey is fun. Uh, I love, I love the fact that I get to interact and meet such versatile and such interesting people who have a story of their own. And I think mm-hmm. their failures and your failures teach you more than su- more than anything else about success. here. Yeah. I think right. uh, their honesty, the, the the way they look at things, the way they the mindset, everything. I think Absolutely. it's very interesting.
0: That's what leadership is all about. Absolutely. So I think I think you know every every facet of your life has an element of inspiration in it, right? So you know, coming to one favorite thing of mine, which caught my attention first time when I came across shaker Vijayan, this was what caught my attention you have a very huge humongous personal transformation story oh yeah oh yeah so so yeah. you know you can you can you throw a little bit of information on that can you no, I will, I will, uh,
1: because i was working in the corporate sector uh, you know uh i, I was weighing uh, and it was a very sedentary job you know uh, all about presentations and same slide, same template. The <laughs> <laughs> client is king. There was one particular client who wanted goat's milk in the middle of the night. That's when I realized, boss, <laughs> 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 we are a very popular consulting firm, which I won't name. But <laughs> every, every company has got this train, like, template. And uh, you know, because I was working in these various companies, I worked in very interesting companies, very interesting people. And, uh, it, it was very it was a very sedentary job. And one fine day, I think I was watching an India-Pakistan game when India was beating the daylights out of Pakistan in a World Cup match. And right. I was quite I was sitting on a plastic chair, and the plastic chair was right next to a glass case. And the chair broke and I fell. And uh, I, I almost hit my head, but nothing happened to me because I've got such a hard head. And that's when it hit me hard. Ki, boss to You can't be so overweight and so fat and you can't do anything to your life. So when you are fat or overweight, it only hits you when it hits you hard. That is, uh, The whole world might tell you you're fat or you're thin, but it doesn't make any difference until it touches a certain part of your heart. Until right. it touch- touches you somewhere, personally. And the next day I went, I started going for a, a, a walk. Uh, I started walking like for half an hour, 30 minutes. I walked just two kilometers with my dog. And Sunshine was like, I don't need a six pack. Why the hell am I walking with you like this? <laughs> He's a golden retriever, okay? So... And it, it's fun to see them running and walking with you, with the hair yeah. all over the place. Like they can give the likes of Anil Kapoor a complex because they've got <laughs> hair too really good though. So, know, I started uh, walking 2 kilometers and I started running 5 kilometers in half an hour. And then I graduated to running 10 kilometers in say around 38 to 40 minutes. So, my stamina was quite good. I realized it, that I could do this. And right. uh, you know, when your clothes start fitting you, you start wearing clothes which you used to wear in college. You know, from double XL, you turn down to medium and small, and you feel very good. You know, you go to you go to uh, you go to stores and you pick up uh, stuff which you like, which you can wear. Otherwise, you are perennially living in a uh, in in a a track pant or in a black t shirt. Black t shirt because you want to hide the hide the girth. Your entire perspective changes, and about how you how you look at yourself, how you look at life. The confidence is always there, even before that. So, you know, I was always extremely confident with or without the fat, that is, but, uh, that, that entire perspective changed and it also, and I do a plank every half an hour. So I do a plank from the time I wake up. That is if I wake up at 5.30 in the morning and I go to sleep at say 11 in the night, I do a plank every half an hour. So before I, I did a plank for like one minute to two minutes, I can do it. And that is something which I've been doing constantly. And the second thing which I've maintained is I also, if it's raining outside, for example, which is always the case in Bangalore. It may be raining in your neighborhood, but when you go to the other neighborhood, it's not raining. Bangalore, <laughs> <laughs> Three, four clouds away, I feel. So, and when it rains, you cannot obviously run. So I use the stairs and I'm staying on the sixth floor. Before this, I was staying on the 11th floor. So I use the stairs and I do that for 45 minutes. And that's like five kilometers in, say, half an hour. And that's intense because it's cardio, right? So it's, it's good for the entire body. I do that. And I also, one thing I do is I don't smoke, I don't drink. So that's a big advantage because when you don't smoke and you don't drink, your calories are less. You don't eat also. And I avoid everything white. So no salt, no sugar, nothing in a packet. Uh, I don't eat. I don't have cold drinks. Uh, I don't have any uh, fetish for everything as such. Like no red meat. Uh, if I have, I have, I like fish because I'm a Malayali, right? And I like fish. <laughs> And I, everything is grilled. So I'm a chef's nightmare. Because if I go to a hotel, I ask so many questions. The chef is saying, boss, I'm not because i do Because I don't have milk. I don't have butter. I don't have cheese. I'm allergic. I hate it. I hate the smell of it. And I hate the taste of it also. So certain yeah. so things are good. So I have a lot of vegetables because of that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very stubborn about it. So uh, a lot of people say that being stubborn is a negative attitude. It is a very positive attitude. If you're sure of what you want to do. And if you can back yourself up not just in staying fit or losing weight but about any decision in life if you can back yourself up and say i will do it nothing in the world can stop you from doing it that's what i believe it's worked for me because i was very strong and very stubborn about i want to lose weight in this manner so i didn't go to a gym i didn't pay money to a trainer which i used to do earlier you know first of january i used to go there and because of peer pressure i would go and pay money and go for one week and then after i would never go at all this time i realized i'll do it differently i'll start running i will start uh, you know using the stairs i'll start doing a plank and it's all at home uh, running out you know just and i love the thrill of the, the 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 sound of the feet touching the ground when i run i find it very rhythmic and that's a plus for any marathoner if you ask them they love that pit pat of the feet touching the ground it's a right. certain like a certain sur like right. a, well, a musician likes and uh, obviously i think i think that's something which we all love anybody wants to stay fit but I think a plank is what I love doing. You ask me to do a plank, I made people have challenged me to a plank. So in most of my events, I make the people who come on the event do a plank with me. This time, last event I did was with Mandira Bedi for a book launch, and she made me do a plank with her, and she okay. didn't know that I was doing a plank with her. So we did a plank, and then she gave me a high five. I said, "Wow, wonderful!" Then we started the book launch. Where we asked her questions about a book, and she was very comfortable. And she gave him, she gave me an amazing compliment. See, so she asked, she herself is a host, and she's somebody who's very I feel somebody who's managed her career pretty well from what she was and what she's done with how she's managed it. I think she's amazing. So you're going to meet some amazing people in your workspace. And she was one of them. But I think the plank and, uh, you know, avoiding everything white and, uh, you know, having lots of fruits. So anybody who wants to lose weight, uh, avoid pineapples, avoid mangoes, uh, have more of watermelon, have more of bananas and more of muskmelon and just avoid everything white. Avoid everything in a packet. Anything right. in a pack is good for your body. Simple. Right. Be organic.
0: So, from what... Uh, what was your weight before and what, where did you hit? What is the least you hit? With this I was program? 75
1: kilos. I was 125. And I got it down to 75 kilos.
0: My goodness. And,
1: and now I'm, I'm a little... Uh, I think I must be around 80 kilos or 80, 85. Or around that. But I brought it down right down till... I was 46 inches on the waist. And then I got, out, got it down to 32 inches on the waist.
0: Right. I've seen... Picture. It is like two different people,
1: actually. Oh my God! <laughs> my, my parents could recognize me. My mom said, "What's wrong with you? Are you sick?" I <laughs> was like pleasantly surprised. Uh, my in laws were like shocked, and <laughs> it, also, it also happened because I had gone to my in laws' house in Chennai, and the commode I sat on broke. So it became <laughs> the family. We need a golden commode for Sheka. So I and I've got nothing up against, against anybody, but I used that as a motivation for myself, saying right. that you know I'll show I'll show everyone what I'm made of, and. It worked in my favor i believe because i really worked hard towards it and it's uh it's not been easy i would say but it's not been tough also once you get into the hang of doing it your mind it's a it's basically mind over matter uh, it's never physically it's about conditioning your mind saying that boss aj karna hai karna. so there were never any cheat days for me seven days a week i was at it seven days a week so no six days five days fund seven days i'm just on and on about it and right. uh, you know, it is it's interesting because when you work out like this and you are, so, if I had an event in the evening, I would come back home at 11 in the night. If I didn't have time to run, I would go up and down the stairs for 45 minutes. So, my neighbors used to laugh at me saying, what the hell are you doing? When Everybody you know, is making food. Somebody is making parotta, Somebody is making mutton curry. Somebody is making chicken curry. And you are using the stairs. You are huffing and panting and you are sweating all over with the hair all over your face. And yeah. Somebody comes home and says, what are you doing at this hour at 11.30 in the night? I said, no, I am just yeah. using the stairs. And yeah. I never use the elevator at all. Any place I go, I never use the elevator. Uh, if there, if the place, if the place where I'm going is on the 18th or 24th floor, I'll make sure I walk just to test myself. Right. So I am, I am a lot because of that, but then I do it.
0: Right. That's I think I think it's a perfect example of how powerful our mind is. Right. Yeah. But uh, when when we want to start a regime every January 1st, we all do this. We go to gym. Pay eleven thousand, twenty thousand, and then for a week at the end of it, right? We will be like we will be. I, I have done it multiple times, to be honest with you. I can right. make a plan
1: for you. I can make a plan for you. what It's very simple, yeah. But, so uh, I sometimes chose the Durgita also, and she's somebody who follows a very different philosophy of staying fit and uh, staying active. Yeah. She's helped out, you know, Karina yeah. Kapoor being the size zero figure, and she uh, was very with yeah. this story. And she she was very impressed when I when I hosted a book launch and uh, she was she was totally blown by the fact that this is how i've lost weight so for different people it works in different ways uh, it's your body also right your body tends to listen to you if you do it in the right manner but right. like i said it all boils down to mind over matter
0: absolutely right so uh, so inspiring that is you know that's just one part of it but then my next question will be you know being an entertainer is a really tough role you said mm-hmm. that you were you were an introvert you have transformed yourself into a person with so much of aura, exuberance, and you know, confidence. So, what yeah. drives Shaker Vijayan as an inter- entertainer and as an entrepreneur? What drives you?
1: See, I just love, love inspiring people, I just love uh, connecting people, I just love uh, understanding what their stories are, I just love what makes a person tick. That That's the basic mindset, and then all the right. preparation goes into it. For example, if I'm doing a show with, say, a Sudha Murthy. And preparation which goes in you to understand what kind of person is So Damurti, her basic, uh, her, her biggest, uh her biggest sales point is her simplicity. Whereas somebody like right. the rule, it's all about the English. You need a dictionary when you talk to him, but <laughs> you need to at a certain level, because you know, it's about presence of mind. And I'm saying presence of mind, it's about uh, uh how quick can you be, uh, because nothing is going to go as per plan. And it's about how you connect with them. And I've done shows with Mr. Lal also. Uh, right. who's a very, very popular malarian, very popular actor and right. arguably a great actor like the said. and I'm a big fan of his. I did a show with him. I introduced him on stage for a marathon and then we had lunch together. And very interesting, you know, you can have a man because I read a lot. I'm a voracious reader. I've read everything from uh, Chacha Chaudhary to Jeffrey Archer to anything and everything I've read. The Art of War, uh, I'm reading it right now. I've read, you know, I've read books multiple times. And uh, I've also read Linda Goodman also many number of times. Because she's never said anything bad about any zodex thing. Everything is good if you read it. Like very diplomatic lady. So, you know, I've read about all. So somewhere the reading also helps because you can talk about any topic. And in our line of business as an entertainer, uh, it's not an elevator pitch. Your pitch is there anytime. You're you're meeting a potential client. So you should know what to talk, how to talk and how to continue the conversation, how to end the conversation. There's a certain skill set connected to that. It's not just about being spontaneous. There's a lot of preparation which goes into it. Uh, because, uh, you know, for example, book launches you have and you need to know how to get the conversation going, not just about books per se, but about everything around it. How is Bangalore been and, you know, the climate and make it interesting, make it funny and also make it interesting for the larger audience because there's an audience which is listening to you. How much masala can you give them, for example? And, um, so it's it's fun for me. Uh, I love the fact that this this industry, which I'm in, is very unstructured and because I'm so spontaneous by nature, I just go off the cuff. Uh, I just uh, there's a basic framework in my head no doubt if if I have an event say in the morning at around uh, 12 o'clock I'll be up by 4 o'clock in the morning I'll prepare I'll go through what I need to go through but when I'm up on stage I'll be doing my own thing because uh, I, I love the kind of preparation which goes into it I love the butterflies in my stomach before an event but once I'm on stage once I'm out there I just live for it I have such a high when I finish an event then I you need at least 10 Red Bulls with me to come back to earth it's the high it's a high which a michael jackson would get i don't know i i live for this because this is what i enjoy doing and nobody's been able to understand this point about how this guy can be so high perennially 24 hours a day but i you know it's it's a zone you are in and i think uh, i get it because it's also a lot of preparation which goes into it and the kind of versatile clients you meet so you meet somebody like a p.t. usha who doesn't talk much but I knows but i know her husband well somebody like a milka singh who gave me a very interesting story of the fact that he lost only four medals in his life out of 80 medals, he's won 76 times, which speaks about the fact that it was so interesting, right? And you know, you bring that that information out to the public, and you say it in such a manner that my God, everybody gets 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 goosebumps talking about it because wow, you heard this today. So that's right. so it's like a it's like a call to action for everybody else who's listening in. So if I'm marathons, right. you know, for example, book launches, uh, talk to Mandira Bedi about how she got into, say, for example, anchoring. She had gone for a show in Sri Lanka, and that's how she went. So a lot of preparation which goes into things like this with Mohan Lal about how does he act, the way he acts, like how does he get into the character. He was telling me he's like a goalkeeper. So when he's a goalkeeper, goalkeeper's job is to defend anything which comes his way, and he just, you know, he just trusts himself in front of the director. So that's something which I learned from all these people that you know trust is very important, honesty is very important. Uh, when I say honesty and trust, it's about just trusting things the way they are and just leave it and have fun while you're doing it. As in, uh, life is not so. Uh, life was never meant to be a bed of roses but just leave it and just allow it things to happen because you got rings to soar uh, like the right brothers so make the most of it but also have your uh, presence of mind to make sure that things go wrong you know how to come back so somehow I, I was able to develop the knack for it because I was very prepared that is one and I'm a vor- voracious reader and I genuinely like talking to people I genuinely like connecting to people inspiring motivating them as a I just live for it right. if I can my, my logic is I want to I want to leave an impact. Uh, they should feel that you know they are somewhere that is spoken to Shaker and has made a difference to their lives. That's what I
0: believe. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's fantastic. You know, you know there's a concept called flow state, right? Uh, that Dr. mikhail has written a book on it. I think you when you are doing your work, you love it so much you are in the flow state, I believe. Oh yeah, that's, trust me. That's why you, you, you are prepared but still you go off the cuff and you do stuff in different ways. and mm-hmm.
1: And I, and I just live in the present, not the past or the future. I don't bother about what has happened in the past or what's happening in the future. So right now, as we talk, as it's uh, eight thirty in the night, and you know, uh, on this wonderful day, for me, this moment is the most important day for me. This moment is the most important moment. If I don't think this is important, I will not be able to give my best. That's what I believe. And I keep it very simple. You know, I, I just enjoy this.
0: Right. Fantastic. So uh, you know, on the on the impact uh, point which you mentioned, you want to leave an impact. I had Abhishek Majumdar, the CEO yeah. of Logic Logical India. India. He to, yeah, a very, weeks and, man. Man. very I, I love him. He's a fantastic guy. And uh, he also said the same thing Vivek, we have a limited amount of time here. Make yeah. sure that we do something so good, it impacts so many people, and we go. You yeah. know? So that also was so touching for me. Fantastic. So, you know, only one more question on your events bit. You know, I, I just want to yeah. understand that angle of yours. Sure. Can you mention some of the biggest event which you have
1: managed so far? Maybe. So I've done shows in I've done shows in Australia. I've done uh, and Australia was for this group called the Hindu Council Australia, which is a group of Indians who manage shows for Diwali, New Year's Eve, and everything around it. And they had called me for one show, which I would do in Sydney, where there were twenty-five thousand people who had come. And Michael Jackson had performed there before that. So that was the biggest high for me. Because for me, Michael Jackson is somebody who's been an entertainer. I, you, now, if you look at it now, the day and age we're living in, Michael Jackson is so relevant right now, right? Yes. Yes. His writing, his lyrics, his songs, we are the world. You think about it. So yes. and the guy who was managing the, you know, the, the show, he was telling me that Michael Jackson had performed here. I was like, wow, that's a big high for me. And 25,000 people were there throughout the day. It is like a proper rock concert. So for me, that was like a big, big, you know, a big confidence booster. Like, Goronko entertain Karna, go, go, <laughs> Indians can entertain Karna, gore desh mein is a different high altogether. Now, because of, I did that event in uh, Australia, I got to do that event again the next year. And so they took care of everything, expenses. They paid me my whatever I charge. I went to US and did a show in uh, at, at the Jimmy Fallon Jimmy Fallon's uh, show in New York. Right. So I, right. I, 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 I won the shirt. Uh, you don't win the silver, you lose the gold. That's what I believe in. It's my it's a, it's a, my T-shirt. I got this right. T-shirt made in the US also because I wanted to launch my company from there. And right. uh, Jimmy Fallon was talking to Trevor Trevor Noah. We we're talking right. about Indian thing, and he want he saw my sh- shirt. If you don't win the silver, you lose the gold. He said I wanted to come up and do a small act for me. We did a small act, you know, about the entire Indian thing of shaking your head and what does it mean and everything. But I was surprised. Somebody like Jimmy Fallon, uh, for example, he does a lot of retakes. So there is somebody who takes care of his hair. There's somebody who Make sure that is uh, punchlines are good. And we all think that that is spontaneous, right? right? That's right. It's <laughs> a right? But nobody in NBC will tell me that. But I got to know it. You know, you can see that. So that gives you a big high. And I've done shows in the Great Wall of China. I've done shows at uh, the Eiffel Towers in Paris for a multicultural client. Last I did a show was in Shanghai. Uh, this was uh, last year, October, uh, November, October. Then I've done shows in uh, you know Sri Lanka. Uh, uh, your, your work takes you places, and what I love about this is you know I love traveling, I love meeting diff- people from different cultures because ultimately people are the same. The mindset may change here and there, but people are the same. And nothing like you know coming back to India. it was in India I performed practically everywhere, and uh, you know I, I genuinely love connecting with people. So it's been it's been a fun ride I would say. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Australia was fun because I also got uh, this guy Pat Cummins. Uh, who was actually supposed to get the highest uh, money this time in IPL? I don't think he's playing IPL this time. I made so he was a part of KKR at that point of time and I'd gone uh, to Australia and I you know so he was a brand ambassador for one of those products there and uh, I made him come on stage and said, now that you've come here uh, and you're a part of KKR, how about making you do a song and dance like what we do in India? So I made him do a dance like Shahrukh Khan and he was thrilled. But that's a normal thing which I do back in India, right? He was right. acting like, my God, somebody's making me dance for 25,000 people. So that's what I did as a power of it. You know, you can make people do anything you want them to do as long as they're having fun. And right. you're doing it in Australia. And, you know, and you get recognized around the world. Uh, people message you. People ping you. And the kind of impact you create because of your work. Uh, because right. in my, obviously, in the, in the 95 routine that I was working in, things were totally different, right? Because you're working as per, in a particular silo. And right. uh, working in transitions where I used to sell ice to an Eskimo, and the Eskimo will think it's cool fee by the time you come back home. And <laughs> here it's totally different. Here you can sell ice to anybody and make it make sure it's ice because right. it genuinely is honest here and it's best. So that right. was coming like you know, doing stuff in Australia, London. I've done shows in London. I've done, uh, I performed at uh, Sri Lanka, Maldives, uh, you name it, like in any part of the world. Which Now, obviously, because of COVID nineteen not done anything not done anything overseas so far, but of late I did a show with Bomani Ranani. There are around twelve other participants, uh, international speakers. I got them in, and you know uh, when you're especially on a Zoom call, for example, when you have with so many participants, it's also about understanding what each person is all about, along with the internet harikiri, uh, which happens. So it's been, <laughs> and you know it's just about how you manage it, and it's it's funny. Yeah. I totally enjoy it, but yeah, Australia was fun for me.
0: I felt. 20, 25,000 people.
1: Oh my I god, would
0: have, I would have you. shit my pants
1: for sure. And I, I, <laughs> when, when you, I should tell you this I had been to this place called Temple Bar in uh, Ireland. Uh, the YouTube frontman, Bono, I bumped into him in the bathroom. We had gone oh. to this place called the Temple Bar. There's a very popular bar called Temple Bar, and right. it's named after the temple or something. And this guy oh, was uh, इसको कहीं देखा wearing those goggles, you know? Then I was thinking, yeah, oh, have no name. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted, he didn't know. I did not know what to do. So, and I didn't take a picture because I didn't, couldn't place him. Sometimes you just can't place, right? But it's, he but looks it's, familiar. So, you get to meet some interesting people along the way. But it's fun, yeah. Right.
0: You've you been all over the world, I, I must say, you know, because of yeah. your work and the kind of passion you carry. All right. So, my next area which I want to talk about is you have written a book which is Dare to Dream. It's one of the books you can read about, right? So, tell us a little bit about that. What is it about? Who should read it? Etc., etc.
1: So, Dare to Dream is for anyone out there who wants to dream with their eyes open. That is one. Makes for a good catch line. T-shirt (laughs) metallo. So, Dare to to Dream, actually, I have also made a trip to Mount Kailash, Mansarovar Lake. In the last couple of years. And I think that trip was beautiful. I'll tell you why. Um, in laws wanted to go to Mount Kailash, Mansravar Lake. And I had to go because my wife told me, you have to go. I said, okay. Chalo, ja- hai, kya hai. And my God, we had to go through Nepal and uh, to touch Mount Kailash. It was an experience of a lifetime. The helicopter rides, you're in between the Himalayas, and it's only turbulence. And uh, I'm scared of turbulence, but I've done skydiving. Okay, I'm scared of everything but skydiving. I'm like parachute. here, but turbulence. Hai. It's like that. And you know when you go in these helicopters, it's it's manned by these Russian guys who look like those typical villains from James Bond films. Uh, so they are sipping on a drink, and you can't talk, can't have a conversation with them because they just don't want to converse with you, right? And you're on this helicopter with them, and the helicopter shaking like all over the place, and because of the pressure, Himalayas and everything around it. And once you reach Mount Kailash, oh my God, it's so beautiful here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's it's an experience. I've written about that Mount Kailash experience uh, in my book. And it's also going to come out, I'm going to write about it in my second book also. But there was a near-death moment for me in Mount Kailash when I went there. And uh, there was a place called Mansrover Lake, uh, which is a place where they say the gods take bath. And so there are no there are no hotels opposite that because you cannot see the gods taking bath, right? That's the legend which goes there. Right. Now, when you go there, interestingly, in Mansrover Lake, there is a lot of aquatic life at 26,000 feet on top of a mountain. Mountain Kyopur okay. Lake. And in this lake, uh, so, no, you know, so everybody was dead tired after the, uh, you know, after reaching Mount Kailash. Ideally, you go to Mansarovar Lake, you do your puja and then you go to Mount Kailash. But because of logistical issues and the uh, funky, uh, you know, t- uh, travel guide we had, things didn't work out in that manner. It right. <laughs> completely opposite so every and you know the age group i was starting with is all 65 70 years old
0: right
1: uh, right we were all very healthy living on a diet of cold uh, on a diet of coffee noodles idli and everything everything fine so it's very strange you you may be the oldest person maybe the most unfit person but when you reach a place like mount kailash you are like your energy levels are high uh, it's, it's very magnetic i don't know how to, i don't know whether it's god or whether it's the place or the aura of the place but there is something about it and it was right. so beautiful but i can't even describe it in words I'm falling short of words, actually. So, when I went to Mansarovar Lake, you know, uh, as soon as I reached uh, like, like a few meters from Mansarovar Lake, I had tears in my eyes. Now, I don't know why I had tears in my eyes, but I cried for like 20 minutes. And that's when I realized what people talk about being in the zone is. Like a Sachin come when he tells me you know, that when I see the ball, I'll say, it's a ball. It's like a football to me. Or Roger Federer. Suddenly, you realize his game suddenly changes. He's playing a normal game. Suddenly, becomes like a Rolls Royce and he takes it to another level without even realizing it. So I was in the zone for 20 minutes. And that 20 minutes was the most beautiful time because I was just crying because I was happy. Just wow. 20 minutes. And after 25, 20 minutes, ke bat, again, you're haggard, your hair is all over the place, and you're in the mountains, right? So you've got a big beard. Everything grows fast, fingernails and everything. And you are just dead tired because you want to go back to India. And then one of those, uh, you, you know, one NRI out there picked up a fight with a lady called Karma who is the air traffic controller of that area. So, she looks oh, at the cloud and decides whether a helicopter will come or not. They picked up a fight saying that we mein tumse acha India. किज़ी, uh, किज़ी so, that lady oh. called Roma. She, she, she took it seriously and said, for them, you know, prestige is a big deal. And they said, I will not allow any Indian to go back. So, for 20 oh. days, we were there. So, all the females were allowed to sleep in the motel. We were allowed to ask to sleep outside. And you know it's not easy because you you're sleeping under the in the mountains, right? It's cold. Uh, and then the Stockholm syndrome sets in. People start singing songs. batham is going on. Jay Shiv Shankar is going on. People are doing their own thing. People want to go back. Then fightings, then fights start because helicopter thaygaani. Somebody has to convince the lady. And our Indians have got so much of ego. Nobody wants to convince her. So I went and spoke to her and told, "Ma'am, please give us a chance. Give us an opportunity." She had a son who was staying in Bangalore. I used my charm that time at karma and karma was not a bitch and karma said no we will allow you to go <laughs> That's when landed in India. as soon as i landed in india i touched mother of Di." i said oh, this is not happening and then where realized you know life is it's beautiful but this entire experience of going to mount kailash mantra lake was something which you know which i will hold in my mind all my life because i would recommend this to anybody who should who wants to go you should go to this place because there's something magical about the place it's not because i'm uh I'm um, very religious or because I have some agenda in mind, but I believe godliness lies in your heart. That's what I right. believe. And your experiences. But that experience they changed me a lot because it's beautiful, yeah. So that was what the dream is all about. And also about my experience as an entertainer. Right, right.
0: Fantastic. So when is the second book due?
1: Second book is due right now I'm writing it. So it should take a couple of months. Yeah. It's a supernatural uh, with sunshine as the uh, with sunshine as a hero. So my wife wow. tells me my uh, my superpower is the fact that I'm able to connect with people. She tells me this. That's your superpower. I was asking yeah. today what, what what do you think is what makes me stand out? You know, sometimes it's always good to get an opinion from the better half. And then she'll say, "Boss, I've never anything to So yeah, so that that's what I believe because is able to connect with people and just make them feel very comfortable, engage with them. Because everybody wants to be heard. I I feel everybody wants to be heard. And I think more than talking, listening is an art.
0: Absolutely. That is 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 the toughest thing to do, you know, because we all have this tendency when somebody's speaking, we are preparing the response for that. You know, so I'm I'm purposely putting myself in a listening seat, uh, (laughs) you know. So it has to be, it is very, very important actually. All right. So my next question is another area about you, because, you know, you do so many things, my friend. So, I have to speak about that. One is, you are an international speaker. Yeah. Right? Can you, can you throw some light on that? How does that work? You are an entertainer. You are an author. You are an RJ. You are this and that. How does an international hmm. speaking career kick off?
1: So, uh, you know, because I'm a voracious reader and I have an opinion on everything. And I do I, I watch a lot of Idiot Box and I do a lot of work on TV also. I come on uh, debates in Times Now, Republic TV, Mirror Now I've come. Um, uh, for example, what's happening with Sushant Singh Rajput right now? Uh, it's always important to have a geopolitical information about what's happening, not just in India but around the world. And because I've traveled so much, and I'm I really interested in knowing what makes a country tick. Like America, itna bada deshe hai, lekin waang ke log to bhot shallow Wo Next to my cousin's house, there was a man who had an American flag. So you know, people make fun of Indians saying Indians are very jingoistic, Mera Bharat maan bolte hai. Sabka ek, ek flag hai sabke paas. They wear right. the American flag all over the place. So right. the same Indians don't talk about all that. So that's a hypocrisy which I've noticed. And somewhere that also helps when you're able to articulate it as a speaker without hurting anybody. The point is I believe if you want to be a leader, you should be able to communicate or articulate your thoughts in the best possible manner. It's about your your voice intonation, the kind of words you use, your body language, of course, and also your language, your your understanding of the audience, what you have. And so as a speaker, uh, I've spoken on various topics. I've spoken about how one can stay mentally and physically strong during the pandemic. Why emotional quotient is more important than the intelligence quotient, which I genuinely believe in. I spoke about this recently with the Indian Leadership Academy, with coaches from all across the world. There were coaches from uh, uh, Australia, there were coaches from Japan, and uh, Korea and Singapore and mine was the last one. You know, there were ten speakers and I was the last speaker, and I thought was you have to fold and And this is something that I believe in. Emotional quotient is very important uh, because I think we have all uh, been uh, grown up in this education system. It says ratamaro, 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 ratamaro. But you should not. It is all about your uh, emotional awareness, how well you connect, you're able to connect to a person, your the your your so- social skills. Uh, about how much can you understand a person without even talking to that person, and that's what I fa- re- realize is what leaders do. You know, if you talk about somebody like a Martin Luther King, somebody like a Mahatma Gandhi, somebody like even a honorable prime minister, I think they are able to connect. By the way, our uh, Mr. Modi has done a show where he's actually spoken to school children about why EQ is more important than IQ, right. and he's you'll be quite surprised the way he's explained it. Huh? He's, he's done a good job, I've seen that video, I was like, right. wow, this is interesting. So, I'm catching a very interesting topic and uh, somewhere i i think one of the main things as an international speaker is uh, i've done i've speak and uh, i'm able to communicate what i want to communicate in the best possible manner because i have a strong opinion about it like i always believe that the women are the fairer sex uh, the women are the fairer sex simple for the reason they create life right <laughs> you no you can't deny that and uh, right. it's such a moron in a place like india like you know you have Ma Kali and Ma Durga, and then people are throwing babies in the train and doing all that. I feel it's so strange, like it's such a hypocritical place it is. At times, right. you feel right. That's what I strongly believe in. I also believe that uh, right. people like to listen to you when you are uh, very clear about your thoughts. Because, for example, truth is something which is never sugarcoated. When you speak the truth, uh, it's either black or white, and uh, it's not easy to stand for the truth because not many people stand for it because you're not honest about it but when you speak if you can be right. honest and true about what you want to say and if you have the interest of the larger audience in mind in terms of uh, everybody in terms of could be stakeholders could be entrepreneurs see if you're looking at talking to entrepreneurs it's all about you know determination persistence and power that super power which you need i think networking is the most important thing here as an international yeah. speaker i have collaborated with a lot of people and i feel the only way to move up in life is to network is to collaborate with as many people as possible because only then can you succeed. You cannot be on your own and do it. You're, you yeah. cannot be a you. Can, you cannot be a Mount Kailash all the time. You have got to <laughs> collaborate and become like a Nandi Hill and collaborate with more people and keep driving <laughs> forward.
0: Yeah. Right, got it. So uh, you know, I, I know you recently received a uh, uh, accolade from International Leadership Academy. Right, so I want to talk about some of the accolades which have come across your journey. Some of them which you are very proud of.
1: So uh, you know, it will be quite surprised. I've got more awards in this than I've got awards in my company. So that explains where I'm getting my happiness from. But for me, awards were never a, a criteria for my success. But it's good if I get an award. So I have yeah. got an award for uh, hosting a, a dog-related event in Delhi, which I uh, hold very close to my heart. Also during COVID-19, I got an award from the Red Cross India for basically playing the role of a motivator. I got that. Then I got an award from the Indian Leadership Academy, which I dedicated to my dad because my dad, if he was alive, he would have been very impressed with me. And I think uh, my my last name is my first name is Shaker Vijayan. First name is Shaker, last name is Vijay. So ideally, I would have been a Shaker Menon. Uh, my, my mom is a my mom is a Naya Menon. My dad is a Ayer. I'm from Palakar. But right. somehow my I had this strange fetish that my last name should be his name. I said, okay, fine. Take a Vijayan. I like it when people call me Vijayan because I think my dad at that point of time had great networking skills. He used to work for this company called Ambuja Cement. And uh, he used to just answer the phone saying Vijayan. And then he should, you know, so he should not waste any time in who's speaking, how are you, nay, Vijayan. Good morning, Vijayan. And I like that. Wow. He's right on top of things. So that's been right. an inspiration. So all my awards I had dedicated at that point of time to my dad. And now it's all to my dog. But uh, I've got a few awards like this, uh, you know, uh, where I've got uh, from Indian Leadership Academy. I also got an award for my company, Shavens. I got an award for that too. And that's very interesting because this is something we just started on my own. And uh, it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm sure my father will be proud of me. My mom is immensely proud of me. She's an equerent. So she expresses in her own way. But she is very keyed into what I do. Obviously, my wife has uh, been a very, very strong support. My in-laws,
0: especially. My father now looks like Mr. Modi. And uh, so politics runs in the family, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody, everybody who knows you is proud of you, obviously. Uh, you know, your friends are coming and committing on Facebook, proud of you, shakes and yeah. things like that. I can yeah. understand that. So my, you know, this journey, even though we spoke about the accolades and things, I also want to talk about a little bit on the negative side. What are the kind of challenges you had to face and you have, uh, you know, overcome along this journey?
1: So, you know, the- uh, so if you're moving from a nine-to-five routine where you're working uh, X amount of hours, you get X amount of money at the end of the month, it's great. But what I did was I moved out because I wanted to uh, make a difference to my life. I, right. I moved out. So I was working with Accenture and I was leading sales for them, you know, transitions. And I was a decent amount of money and I was traveling around the world. And But one fine day, one of the clients wanted goats, milk, and I said, this is not what I want to do in my life. And then that was a precursor for so many things because I believed that, you know, I'm destined for something more. And I give them a month's notice, um, giving a month's notice to a company is fine. But then coming back home and telling your wife is a bigger battle. She's like, you know, what the hell is wrong with you? But then that's when being stubborn helps, right? <laughs> and you, that's when you talk to your biggest stakeholder, because the wife is going to be with your journey forever and you have got to be happy doing what you're doing. So I explained to I left the job. Uh, I prepared for my GMAT. I got a score of 720 in my GMAT because my English is good. I applied in Singapore. I was going to join. I didn't join. I ended up joining a radio station, become a radio, became a radio jock. And uh, you know, and then I became a radio jockey, I realized that boss, radio <laughs> jockey, I going to be in a cubicle. And I got a chance to do an event with Euro school where I'm talking to the parents and teachers and live audience, you know? And I loved the thrill of talking to a live audience. I was like, this is fun. Yeah, This is like almost like a bee with honey. And you know, it's great fun, very vibrant. I said, I want to go out and do it more often. Then I said, let me just do it in own." And I joined improv classes. I learned acting, uh, you know, from a, from a reputed theater production company. I did, I did two plays also. Uh, I learned acting, learned comedy, uh, started writing more. And then I started doing shows and I I did a lot of shows. I did a lot of shows with the government of India, government of Karnataka, book launches, sporting events, marathons, the works, and then your name spreads. Right. But then uh, the, the problem is in this industry. If you know, it's, you leave this job. Uh, and it's okay to set up, say, a business, to set up a shop, but it's different to become an entertainer.
0: Right, right. Uh,
1: I'll tell you there's a lot of people in my in my family, you know, not close relatives, but relatives per se, would say, Oh my god, you must be the guy who's behind in the the, you know, the in the in weddings, the person who takes a video. I said, That's a camera, man. There's a difference. So that's <laughs> the kind of people have. Then somebody passed a comment saying that, oh, when you go up on stage, there's a stage not break very seriously. They asked. great this person is living in some other world altogether. So you face interactions like that but you don't take them seriously because you know you're destined for something big and uh, there is competition in this industry no doubt. Uh, There is a lot of uh, insecurity in this industry like every industry but the only way to get through this is to make an impact is to have a sense of balance. Now when I'm saying sense of balance I've been through a lot in life. I've been I have failed a lot. I've failed a lot and I'm saying that you know uh, not not work wise but uh, you know uh, I have learned from my mistakes and I think you can only become better if you learn from your mistakes because nobody's become successful without without failing. Failing yeah. is, uh, is, is, the, is the stepping stone for success like the same. So there's a lot of insecurity a lot of competition no doubt but if you have your own brand and I think that's where uh, understanding what you're all about is very important because there'll be good days there'll be bad days and it's about how you overcome the bad days more than the good days because nothing lasts forever. Happiness or sadness I think it's very temporary. I think uh, that the Mount Kilath trip has made me very philosophical. Somewhere, you become more philosophical than you were earlier, and it's like almost <laughs> talking to Vasudev and Jaggu Vasudev meets Tony Robbins.
0: It's <laughs> almost it's like a joke the me.
1: They don't believe that I was very quite years. The thing is, a real chatterbox given a chance. But this is how it is, and you know, uh, because I'm in the entertainment industry, and uh, I do a lot of work with TV. Uh, IPL is going to start now. A lot of work will come in through IPL. Uh, I do a lot of shows on on TV, like. Republic Times now, you have an opinion. It's about how you articulate it. Uh, that knowledge of what's happening around you is very important. And having a sense of humor, because I have got so many imaginary stories running in my head. I've got so many points for it. You won't believe it. Any so, comedian who's got the salt is always a good writer. So
0: right. I but, also know you
1: met Rudish right? The, the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Indian, Indian uh, stand up comedy scene is not something I enjoy. See, it's very, very few people I like. One is uh, Dr. Jagdish, obviously, and I like Rahul Subramanian. So yeah, he he reminds me of you because of the kind yeah. of switch he's he was from tech Yeah. 10 he yeah. <laughs> so he jumped like that. Fantastic. Right. So by uh, you know, it's been going on for a while. So let me not take more time of yours, but no I have two questions for you. One number one is again a philosophical question, but I need to ask this. If you have to give your top three advice for budding entrepreneurs and professionals, whoever it is, you know, entertainers or entrepreneurs, what will be those three advice?
1: Persistence, persistence, persistence. That's it. It is not actually, it's persistence. Networking is very, very, very important and collaboration. Right, Right. Persistence has got to be the number one skill because as a startup and in a place like India, for example, it's never going to be easy. One is going to be fighting with demons outside and then those demons inside, right? And you've got to be like, be at it like an ant and you have to collaborate as much as you can. If you have to put an animal to it, something like a bee, you have to be like a bee and collaborate and converge. Like what we're doing right now and uh, very important to network. When I'm saying networking, uh, you you've got to just meet people. You have to let that, you know, you have to shed that ego aside. I think we all have a lot of ego. Uh, because of which there's so much insecurity which comes in. And you don't want to go out and ask for help, ask for advice, or ask for somebody who can you know work with you. Because we're living in uh, very interesting times. And I believe, I'm believe i telling it interesting because I think this pandemic has made this world very small. Uh, yeah. This pandemic has also made us realize that, uh, you know, uh, an invisible disease can actually bring you down in more ways than one. It's not right. a disease which you can even see, right? You're not even able to fight it out. And right. the only way to get out of this is, being, is having an amount of gratitude. And ensuring that gratitude is the best attitude. Once you have that in place and understand. See, now the market has also changed so much, right? You have to be yep. adept to your market changes. You have to be flexible. For being flexible, you have to collaborate. You have to converge with people. You have to talk to people. You have to connect with people. You cannot be living in a silo of your own. You cannot be living in your tent. You have to step out.
0: Those days are over. I think this COVID-19, some of the guests were talking that it's kind of a blessing in disguise. Because... It has made, uh, like there is one dialogue in Avengers movie, you know, my son is a big fan of superheroes. Uh, Thor Thor will say to uh, Captain America and the other guys, you are puny humans, right? Mm-hmm. So it has made us all realize that our small virus, which is nanometers, can superbly kick our ass. Simple as that, right? You yeah. are we all, we all flying high thinking that we are invincible and now it is the situation and i was
1: thinking 2020 was all about flying saucers and flying men and everything and just <laughs> think yeah just think in chinese walon ko koi vegetarian food khana sikhao yeah. please <laughs> somebody teach them they are only eating non vegetarian food Exhorting animals i don't know what is going on in their head i had been to <laughs> china last year and uh, china is 30 years ahead of other countries yeah. Yeah. the airports are big huge they can haggle worse than indians and k- crazy matlab but but I would say when I went to Beijing, when I went to Shanghai, Shanghai is very, very, very polluted. Very polluted.
0: Very highly polluted cities. And, polluted. and yeah. Great
1: Wall of China was, was an experience because it's a wonder of the world, right? But it's right. built on dead bodies, which they never talk about. And everything is, you know, China has got a different, uh, you know, it's it's an expensive place to be in. But the entrepreneurial spirit they have there is amazing. Amazing. Right. That's yeah. we can very learn enterprising. From. Very, very enterprising.
0: Yeah. Even
1: pandemic, and also yeah, because of pandemic experts. I look at the utensils in my house. I'm like, yeah, utensils kitna dhote yaar. <laughs> like, what do you have one plate? Like what let's order out. It's better. Rather than every time utensils you wash, it doesn't get over. So I, I look at the model, like like the like, right now, the tiles look like a sabina park pitch in West Indies. it's shining. I'll give myself 10 on 10. And my wife has got a severe OCD problem. So she looks at something, look at Dustin, she's like, look at me. So before she looks at me and we start asking, I'm like, let me just do it. So now it's become a habit and you know, it's a good exercise also. So the dog is like, what's going on?
0: So my, my final question is related to that. How has COVID 19 impacted Shaker and your work?
1: So COVID 19 has given me a lot of different activities to do, like counseling sessions for students and their parents and teachers. That is one. Uh, COVID-19 has also given me a lot of work in terms of uh, very versatile work for different companies where I've actually mentored and motivated the HR department of various companies. The HR is right now under a lot of... They're under the pump, I would say. Hiring, firing, and all that. But also, I believe uh, COVID-19 is also somewhere a myth. I'll say why. A lot of companies are actually doing very well. A lot of companies are, uh, it's 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 the small businesses which have got hit. The only thing is right. we as unions we want to connect with people outside, which we cannot do because of COVID-19. And uh, somewhere, I think, you know, people are not going to work. So they're staying at home, right? So they're spending more time with the family. So in a, I don't know, it's a blessing in disguise. Like example, my in-laws were here. I just shifted uh, in March when this COVID-19 thing happened. And I just shifted to a new house. My mom was here. We ended up watching the whole Mahabharat series. I need to watch it really because the Mahabharat is a, is a, you know, you watch it anytime, it's always a learning. The Bhagavad right. Gita and the balance and everything. It came at the right time. We watched all the Amazon uh, web series, Netflix, Jo you Right now, I'm watching The Office right now. And I think uh, Steve Carroll is so, so, so good. Yeah. Like, he's so funny. I would recommend that to everybody. Like, watch Office. They tried to make it in Hindi, but it didn't work. You should not make something which cannot be yeah. broken. Right? Yeah. Hindi was horrible, I guess. Hindi was horrible. So COVID 19 for me has uh, obviously taught me a lot of things that you should not take things for granted. But I think uh, COVID nineteen is something which Sheldon would really love from Big Bang Theory. For somebody who's very particular with cleanliness, I think this is COVID nineteen is totally is his his, his event for him. Absolutely. But yeah. let's hope the pandemic gets over fast. Let's hope we get back to normalcy. Because more yep. than me, I think the Prime Minister wants to go out there and entertain people. I'm sure <laughs> he's it. nobody likes nobody how much of you talk, there's something good about going out and you know talking to a live audience. It's absolutely, fun.
0: Absolutely. All right, uh, I think we have come to the end of it, uh, Shekhar, I'm so uh, grateful for you to be here, and uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, you know, even though I've not met you in person, this let this be the start of this relationship, and obviously I will I will meet you in person whenever I get a chance. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much for.
1: Vivek, before we sign off, before we sign off, I have to ask you this question, Vivek. Uh, you're doing this this the SMB talks as we talk, right? And uh, you've had what 12 to 13 shows so far. Yes. Correct, and I'm and great. and you've got some very very interesting, very versatile guests who've come. What I liked about you is the fact that you were able to. It's like a conversation between two old friends. Right, uh, right. I I just felt it. We have never met in person, and uh, you know we've just connected on LinkedIn. I think that makes it very special. And and Vivek, I have to ask this: What is your inspiration? Um, you're a marketer, and you know you're you're seeing COVID nineteen. They will have the good days, bad days after this, but what has been your inspiration so far.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, I drive, I have only one, one, (laughs) one driving philosophy in my life, which is empathy. Right. So I try to measure every relationship, every, uh, every work I take up based on empathy. So, you know, that's the, that's the word which drives me. So that's the reason behind I started the show also, because I wanted to Connect with more people, bring on people, you know, bring on people like you to masses. If I don't know, it's not a, a million downloads show right now, but I, whoever is watching, I know that a lot of youngsters are watching this. For them, it's a big inspiration, you know, they mm-hmm. kind of listening to Shekhar Vijay and maybe they might have to come to Bangalore to any event to see you. Now they're getting it for free, sitting at their home 8 o'clock yeah. Friday and they're listening to your story. That's the whole point for me, you know. So uh, I, it's it's apart from my full-time job, I'm doing this. So it's it's basically a uh, kind of uh, activity which is built around empathy. You know, it's it's that's why you came out of the show, right? You you have hundred other things to do on a Friday, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. You came out the show because of that, you know. And I I I asked you because of that and things like that. So that's the whole inspiration point for me.
1: Thank you, Vivek. It's been a pleasure talking to you and ladies and gentlemen, for everybody who's watching the show, Vivek is an inspiration himself. He's been smiling throughout the show, which explains okay. that he's having, he's having a good time. Vivek, from Thank which you, part of India are you from?
0: I'm from Kotem.
1: You're from Koteam. Okay, I'm from
0: Palakkar. All right, All <laughs> I'll uh, leave and uh, stay in touch and let's uh, work on something together. Your time. Time. Yep, and sure, sure.
1: There is a supernatural okay. story coming is very soon. Thank you so thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care, Vivek, it's been a pleasure talking to you and a big thanks to everybody who's been watching and listening in. Right. Stay motivated.
0: Stay safe. Thanks for listening in. For more such exciting episodes, please follow the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. See you soon.